welcome. 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 Welcome to Unsinkable. Welcome to Unsinkable. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Previously on Unsinkable. Maybe he don't want me to have money and be prosperous or something. And that's like that. funny because I feel like we, I feel like it's because we know the promises of God, but we don't know God. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like everybody want to believe in the God of the Bible, but don't want to follow the God of the Bible. Mm-hmm. We want to know Jesus. We want to know because everybody know Jesus is love. Everybody know God is love. Everybody know. Mm-hmm. God is merciful. God forgave the world. But don't nobody know God got a standard. Don't nobody know Jesus said, if you really love me, you're going to follow my commandments. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Unsinkable. It's Steven. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Antonina. Hey, y'all. It's Steven. Hey, it's Isabella. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Nafisa. And today, we want to talk about the fact that I still think about sex and masturbation. So, Auntie Nina, what yeah. we be thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> Not what we like. <laughs> <That was true>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanna, you know, I feel like on this walk as believers who is authentically trying to live their life for Christ, that we know that um, every day there needs to be a renewing of the mind, okay? mm-hmm. transformation can happen. And um, if we can be real, if you had any addiction, porn, masturbation, sex, um, I hopefully, you know, the things with animals, hopefully you're not. But there's some things that we still think about. And I know and I can speak from experience. I, I do, even as I'm walking this out and especially for those who is walking this walk of abstinence, you know, not everybody um, save their stuff all their life and you know they're not taunted by it and I believe it's a different kind of taunting opposed to when you never did something to when you actually was in it enjoying it and so you know it's still it's on your mind and I feel like um you know many of us still think about these things just because you've been saved by Christ you know deliverance is still happening every day is how Mm. I feel and it's an ongoing process it's not a one-time thing and um you know, especially when you're wrapped up in something. So, yeah, um, we think about sex. We think about masturbation, depending. And I'm not saying, I'm not going to say everybody, but I right. think it's just never so far removed. Where you, it just never crosses your mind. I'm not saying you sit on it all day and mm-hmm. that's what you think about, like, Adidas. Like, you know, how they gave you the, the acronym for Adidas. No, all day I do not dream What's about What's the acronym sex. for Adidas? All day I dream about, all day I dream about sex. Oh, like and uh, that's not Adidas acronym. Yeah, y'all never knew that. Yeah. Wait, that's what Adidas stands for. That's what they started using um the Adidas for, like in school. That's what the kids did. I'm not. Oh sure. yeah, Adidas that's what I'm saying. Ball. I thought you were saying like Adidas. Uh, okay, I was gonna say Adidas. What? We just say to each other Adidas, and all day I do not dream about sex. Oh. But there was a time where that very much was a part of my life, and that's part of a lot of believers' life. And we just think stuff like that vanish, like the crave to want to do something, the thought of things. And if it was, why would the scripture be cast down any thoughts? You know, that is not of God. Why would that be there? And um, I feel like we need to talk about this because we think delivered, you no longer, um, I sound far away. We think no. Delivered, no. We think delivered means we no longer 
think about sex, crave sex, but when really we're like, you know, we're learning how to do it in a healthy way. And so those thoughts are still there. So um, sex, masturbation, porn, I feel like, you know, this is a, a discussion. We need to have these discussions in 2020. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Can, can we be, can we be But it's funny. It's funny how you said, you used to say it like as kids and stuff like that, because um, it's, it's crazy the stuff that we speak over ourselves as kids that later on, now we got to work through every day once we realize what we done said <laughs> and try to get rid of. And it's like, oh, wow. Because I, I used to, when I was younger, like I used to be like, oh, I'm a mermaid. Oh, I want to be a vampire. Oh, I'm this, I'm that. And lo and behold, like we talked about on our last episode, I'm into new age. I'm falling down rabbit holes, conspiracy theories and all this stuff. And yeah, it's no surprise. Like, but it, as a kid, you don't know the ways that you the doors that you open in and the ways that it'll be expressed later on. Because as a kid, you saying all day I dream about sex. Now you grow up and all day you having sex with different people and doing all of this and that. And so, yeah, I, like I feel like a lot of stuff comes from childhood definitely especially pertaining to sex which is very ironic because it's like you as a child but yeah yeah i like that you said that because when i was like when i was younger before i even had sex like with a boy i used to say i want to keep my virginity because soon as i have sex i know i'm gonna be addicted and i'm gonna keep doing that with mm. like everything and i used to say that and lo and behold, when i started i did i did exactly just as i said mm. So I just want to go around and first answer the question, just a yes or no. Do you still think about sex and masturbation? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Matt, did you want me to eat the Bella. Bella. I'm recording. I'm sorry. Bella. We can't hear you. Bella. No. Maybe you gotta leave and come back. Um, but I do. Um, let me see. Anybody else got some questions pertaining to this? I had one, but I have forgot yeah. it. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> Drake is the youngest of us all, y'all. So I, I just feel like I had to put that out there. Yeah, I haven't had six. So watch your mouth. Don't don't go too far. If I have to give you a whooping, if I have to tell on you, what? I'm just saying. What? I said what I said. <laughs> um, my question was, oh, so I guess I think my question had already been answered, but what I'm just gonna ask it. Yeah, I, I already know the answer to this question, but I'm gonna ask it for the sake of the podcast. So, yeah, you know, when I was in the world, I used to think about sex fornication with people that I weren't married to or weren't planning on marrying or just thinking about pornography which is you know a fantasy watching somebody else do some inappropriate stuff because that's not the way god made for it to be right so you should think about that more right personally i now i didn't think about pornography as much as time went on i rarely think about it now but just thinking about sex in general is what I used to be thinking about when, in terms of if I ever think about sex, right? Mm-hmm. So is thinking about sex with your future spouse mm. the all sin? Because it's not that marriage, right? 
I said ooh, ooh, ooh. we're supposed to have sex when we're married, right? But it's, it's thinking about that still soon. I want to start with, I want to take back what I said, because I feel like that's the exact kind of reaction and talk that makes kids not talk about stuff. So I'm going to take back what I said. And not I want, who? because I, no, the, the, when I said you the youngest, so watch your mouth. Oh, like okay. I feel like, like, of course there was just a joke, but it was like, yeah, like that's the kind of stuff that make kids not talk about stuff because truth be told, the younger generation go through more stuff than the older people mm-hmm. when it comes to their mind and when it comes to sexuality and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't. Right, yeah, but um, to answer that question, um, I don't want to go first. I don't want to go first. I can take my own answer. Um, oh yeah. No, you can go. <laughs> no, you can go first, and I'll go after you. Okay. <laughs> my answer is yes because it's still lust. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I feel like. It's, I, I feel like, yes, because it's still lust. And not to say that you can't, you know, tell God what you want in a person or anything like that, but to just sit there and just think about it when you don't got it yet. I think, yes, that's, that's yeah. That's what I was going to say, yeah, because <laughs> I be doing that same thing. Yeah, I be having to catch myself, like, mm-hmm. mm. And be like, oh snap! I'm sorry, God. Then I gotta repent and like change my mind about stuff. Yeah, I think it opened up a door also because, you know, sometimes like I don't know like how our minds work or if y'all minds work like this, but like I can think about it and then actually start to feel it. Yep. Well, I think it's because, well, we just human, but yeah. I know you're talking about as a female. Yeah. Anybody else? Mm, I feel like, yeah, like it's still lust. Because if y'all ain't married yet, ain't nothing to be thinking about. But yeah, I feel like, I feel like, I'm not going to say we all do it, but I feel like it's a, like if God tell you somebody's your spouse, your mind going to go there. Like I feel like, or if you have somebody that you like, your mind going to go there. Because as humans, can't nobody on this earth tell me they ain't never not one time in their life thought about sex. So, yeah. But I feel like, is it right? No, that don't give you no excuse. There can be valid reasons for anything and still be very wrong. So, yeah. Auntie, where you at? <laughs> yeah, I'm listening. Um, you be thinking about your future man in the bed? I don't, actually. Ooh, Auntie Nina. <laughs> I'm so no, proud. I think about never. I think you ain't never thought about your future man. I do think about my future husband see, in see, that way. Can y'all let me finish? Okay. Sex, because of course I think about what kind of kids we gonna have. So I think about the kids we would reproduce more than I think about the actual acts of sex. And hmm. the reason why I can't do that. Are oh, you on that spiritual time? And, no, for real, because I have to because it is a lust, and I know what I struggle with. But I still think about sex. See, my thing is I think about sex with people I already had sex with. Mm. Mm. that's the worst you know well, because I, i've been there it's kind of hard can i just speak freely real quick mm-hmm. to i could when i was stuck in masturbation i could only masturbate to people i already had sex with because i know what the actual feeling is to get into that climate mm. it was someone i haven't and i was just trying to fantasize it wasn't the same i kind of know how to weigh it I, it was like very early on when i did a lot of this so um 
you know, I think more about love about my future husband because that's what I need because um, sex and love is not associated together. They're not one and the same, and that's something that God had to. And they should be. And they do we think that? Yeah. Like they, they should, should be. be. You, know, you should love to have, you know, it's that intimacy. The person you have a sex with, you should love. Yeah. Right, like it should be. Like, yeah. I was lacking intimacy. You know, I would detach it because of, you know, I don't know. So, um, yeah, I mean, I do. I think about like, you know, I just automatically trump it up to me and my husband's going to have great sex. You know, I trump it up to that, but I don't right. emphasize it about it. I'd be like, yo, this is going to be bomb. But one thing I had to understanding what god is making me wait for even with relationships is i'm not getting into marriage for sex that's right the ultimate goal and that's something that has to be um you know dealt with and you know with me and god because i can do things in sex in an unhealthy way and i have like mm. a long time like so many different things where i will pull people into my unhealthy ways of uh sex and intimacy and and i will make them and you know we put these expectations on people and be like oh it gotta be like this and you're already fantasizing and that's what porn does and that's what your fantasy does and it's like now when they don't meet those expectations you get what i'm saying and i ain't trying to kill my husband whatever and you know i'm just like yo we gotta teach each other because we don't know especially if he's a man who's gonna wait also if he's a about that he's respectful because that's what my man needs to do because God's like you have like I have to wait that was one covenant I made with God and um it ain't been easy dating telling people like you abstinent <laughs> they be like yeah hi. you know they give you a, a look some might give you a couple months others gonna be like sis that's what everybody say you might as well just give me the draws and I'll be like yo not give me the draws I be right like I I be appalled but yeah, I do, but not in a way, not in a perverse way. But I still think about sex all day and masturbation. I think I think about masturbation. Um, it be trying to haunt me more than anything. Mm. Yeah. One thing that Jackie Hill Perry says a lot is that like sex is like with your spouse, with your spouse is a form of worship, mm. mm -hmm. and that it should be sacred, like um. Yeah, I just want to throw that out there because I feel like we just demonize sex so much to mm -hmm. then when we get in relationships, we still have that same condemnation afterwards mm -hmm. and be feeling how we supposed to be feeling. And it's like, no, you free. The marriage bed is undefiled. Like, go and do what you're going to do at the end of the day. But um, yeah, I just want to say that. Miss Bella, you think what, how you feel about that? You be you be fantasizing about your future man? Now we can't hear you again. We oh, having some technical difficulties today. <laughs> oh, yeah. we can. Yep. Yeah. Oh, um, you found a way to I mute. Wait a minute. Half mm. Did you find a way to mute? How you? How you was quiet? Now you can't hear me. Why? Can y'all hear me? I can hear you. Yes. Okay. Calm down. I was just making sure because <laughs> everybody was quiet. I'm sorry, I didn't know. No, if, if Nathaniel asked the question, I can't hear it because I can't hear his, like me personally. Just tell her to go. Just tell her she oh, can talk. Oh, she. He said, "How did you? How do you feel? Um, do you think about your future husband?" And he asked also, "Did you find a way to mute? Did you think about sex with your future man? And did you find a way to mute?" Oh, I do. Like just, uh, just like what uh Jorgetta said. Like I used to, not that I thought it was okay, but I used to justify like my lustful thoughts by saying like, "Oh, I'm gonna be married to him anyway," and <laughs> that just is not good reasoning. Um, but like, yeah, I still struggle with it a lot, and 
um, you know, some days are better than others. And um, kind of like what I talked about for last Friday refresher, it's like, if um, like, I have to be really careful about my interactions with guys, because even if I tell them, you know, like I'm abstinent or whatever, like, um, I still need to make sure that there's like a complete cutoff between like, whatever we say or like us flirting and whatever like that because if we do flirt then of course like it's gonna cause me to lust and so yeah it's just it's very like frustrating sometimes but we're getting better (laughs) um one thing i want to talk about since we talked about this is um first corinthians chapter seven verse nine um well eight and nine And it says, now to the unmarried and widows, I say this, it is good for them to remain unmarried as I am. And verse nine says, but if they cannot control themselves, let them marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. Mm -hmm. I just want to know how everybody feel about that scripture, because I feel like that's a scripture we overlook a lot because. And it like I just want to give it some context. It's not saying just go out and marry anybody. Just go marry somebody else who got some lust issues. Cause y'all gonna still be in that relationship with them lust issues because neither of y'all came to control yourself. Um, it's more so if you know somebody gonna be your spouse, if you're already dating somebody and y'all can't control yourselves, all right, go ahead and get married. So how we how we I just wanna know what comes to mind when y'all hear that scripture. Um, I guess like I don't I don't know if God, I don't. I, don't know, like I, I guess I I want to say that like I feel like it's like the in between kind of thing because I know that if God said yeah Trigetta, I don't really want you to get married I just want you to Ooh. be single I would not want that I would I would cry really bad but but would you obey Yeah I mean yeah. To the fullest. Uh, it would probably take me a minute to get to the fullest, but yeah. Okay. Yes, with God, like I, I'm, I'm glad that I'm in this space. But when He tells me to do something, it's like I, I like I'm not gonna find fulfillment until I do it. Mm. Like I'm not gonna feel good till I do it. So yeah, I'm gonna do it, but I'll be really disappointed. I just feel like I feel like I'll be better if I got married because I'm still trying to pull down these thoughts, man. It's a, it's a fight. But yeah. Okay. You said how you felt about that verse. Mm-hmm. Like, what's just come to mind when you hear that verse? Mm, I think, mm, I think that's probably for people who lack self control and discipline. Because, like, of course, we all want to do it and we have lust or whatever, but to run to it, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like. How about you? I wanna I wanna make a distinction before going on in the show because I feel like personally there's a difference between lust and attraction. Attraction isn't sin. Lust is sin. Choosing to have them thoughts about that person after because initially because everybody can sit and see if somebody's attractive or not. But when you choose to sit there and be like, oh they fine, fine. Oh, I wanna do this and that. Like once you start letting your thoughts go, that's when it's the when God be like, all right now. Get, get it together like hey 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 no we ain't doing that so yeah Auntie Nina <laughs> oh, yo y'all you got me for me because um, you just be sitting there all quiet like, <laughs> like, like 
this is a good really good topic and i was really intrigued by it um that verse actually helped me when i was in consecration and it broke it down i believe that verse helped you measure your fruit of the spirit of self-control um because we know that marriage is a container that god puts sex in so we can stay in our boundaries god does create boundaries for us and um while you are um i believe apostle paul was speaking as if you feel like you reached your max and you are going to overflow with this thing opposed to flowing into sin get into a container get into some boundaries that are of god so that you can go and do what you need to do because we know that people get married and they still defile their marriage bed they're not satisfied because of the lust and the fantasizing that they do outside of that but um yes if you feel like you have your spouse and y'all just gonna keep having you know sex you know and you out here repent turn away go get married and do it in the, in the rightful way because sex is beautiful we know that the enemy perversed it it was always meant to be a beautiful thing you get what i'm saying it is meant to be a beautiful thing beautiful things come from sex of the creation but we know when it's outside of its bounds and when it's perverse that's when you have things like uh, sexually transmitted diseases diseases babies out of wedlock broken homes and things like that i can now see what um it's 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 such a it's like a a a, a tornado that can go that can spin out of control i see the damage that people addicted to sex and porn and all these things i can see what happens and you got to be careful with it and it's, it can be a road of destruction and it can be a road of bliss and glory and and all it, it just depends on where where you're playing it so um i believe that paul was just giving us guidelines like yo get in some boundaries you get what i'm saying because if you out here just having um pre uh sex before marriage and y'all just boyfriend and girlfriend then who's to say that okay i'm bored with you i'm gonna go over here at least with marriage it tells you to honor your wife you might and women um you know to um honor their husbands you at least look at it but i love my wife like there'd be some kind of tug of war conviction something going on and Mm -hmm. then people who would just go out here and just you know free willy-nilly because they can't control it and we see it we see it in godly marriages where we like oh i know that godly man i know that godly woman didn't because it happens and that and and we talking about esteemed people so you know they still think about sex and masturbation they're still struggling with some things and i want us to know that it's it's not a bad thing y'all it's beautiful but the way that we learned it we learned from the world and what we already because we're born into sin so we born, born already lusting for things, touching outlets as a baby. We ain't supposed to touch, eating things, putting things in our mouth. Even as I watch a baby, I look at the things he want to do. And I'd be like, Why, what makes him? I have your toy right here that goes in your mouth. And here's my headphones. And you go for my headphones. What makes us do this? You get what I'm saying? It's because what we're born into. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about that verse. That verse really helped me and changed me, um, helped me with my purity walk. That I I I really do I read that over and over a lot because it man self control is something I need not just for sex but in many things it shows you what you're lacking in self control in many areas yeah um so I was hearing a lot of self control and discipline and we love to fast from social media fast from TV all of this and that. But me personally, now, y'all tell me if I'm wrong, if I just ain't reading my Bible long enough. It's only two things that the Bible really talk about fasting from, and that's food mm-hmm. and sex. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like a lot of people don't talk about that as well, that you like if, if you're married, the marriage bed is undefiled. Do what you want. But hey, cut it out for a little bit mm-hmm. for your prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. And, and and also, I feel like 
this is one of them this is one of them episodes because this is one of them things in the bible that's like people probably try to read around and this and that but it says with mutual consent mm-hmm. so if i ain't hear that from god hey <laughs> i ain't hear that because it also say your body ain't your own mm-hmm. you, you share because one one um thing i was um one version i was reading said the wife um, or the husband shares the body with the wife and the wife shares the body with the husband. So y'all sharing. This ain't yours. You don't own nothing around here. You don't own nothing but you don't own nothing, but not even your breath. Because at the end of the day, that's what the Bible said. And so, yeah, how y'all feel about that one? I, I know we bring, I feel like with episodes like this, like I didn't even necessarily plan to bring up these scriptures. But when talking about things like this, you got to bring up some scripture because People like to, I don't know, like I said, like read around certain stuff or just bring their own thoughts into sexuality. And it's like, no, God spoke on it. There's some things he done said about it and how we feel about it. Well, I f- you know, I speak to married couples. So when they talk about it, that means y'all both got to come into agreement when it's time to fast from sex. Like a wife mm-hmm. just go off and fast and then withhold from her husband. It's like, no, you should let me know. You should ask, you know, can we go or babe, I think this is the time that we need to fast because I believe about breaking lust and still needing to, can, um, God will, uh, tr- prune back that fruit of self-control and even within the marriage even within mm. the container and so yeah you got to come but because and it just goes back because marriage is about agreement like okay yeah babe because you know huh, i'm out here fasting and my husband like well uh-uh i had a rough you what oh no oh no right like, you better, you get, and then it, it becomes and that's how the enemy will sow division but if you open up with a conversation and say you know we share each other body so let's pray together with god and i think it's about that close of drawn in of unity and see that's the beauty of it of unity that that it comes together and and it's the hardest thing to have unity like because you know the enemy don't want you in agreement mm-hmm. right he, he only came into the garden after eve was made so I, I can respect that verse because I even listen to some, you know, when I hear married wives, I'm like, oh, you fast. I even know some and they be in our community and they fast and they got to ask their husband, like, let me see. Let me see. Right. They're going to you, you get what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's something that not even your other community, your first ministry is your home. First of all, your your husband, your wife, your kids. Right. You got to come into agreement because that can so division so i mean i i like that verse honest like i was schooled on it and then when i understood it i was like oh that's that's kind of dope you get what i'm right. saying so i might be like honey i need to pass i'm looking for the lord for something and he's like baby all right right because then it say because then it do say at the end but come back together <laughs> before y'all get tempted hold on now so you're not drawing away to sin but come come back come back don't be out here just acting like you can be absent in the marriage no 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 <laughs> Because y'all both got some knees. We ain't finna do that now. (laughs) Like, I love the Bible. Right. Lord God, help them. Help them, Jesus. But yeah. (laughs) No, for real, because that's crazy. Come on. Oh, now we abstaining from sex for six months. First of all, what Lord you was talking to, but God (laughs) help (laughs) me. Right. But what about Drogheda Nafisa? Right. How do y'all feel about, like, y'all think when y'all get married, how y'all think that conversation gonna go? Like, how would you approach your husband and saying, like, you know, <laughs> I think the Lord said, we ain't supposed to be doing this right now. I gotta go fast. Because I feel yeah, like, I like, what's it called? Like, you know how, like, when moms be like, when I'm um died and the whole house died in. So, like, when you fasting, 
do you feel like that inherently bring the other person into fasting as well? Like not just abstaining from sex, but like brings them into the fast as well. Well, cause I live with my mom. I know not to live with other people too, but I live with my mom, my brother. And then sometimes I go, well, every two weeks I go to my dad's house and I stay with him and my brother and my grandma and my family comes over. So honestly, I mean, I'm not the mother of my household, so it's different. No, but I'm saying when you with your man later on. Oh. oh uh, like, do you think you would be able to handle him being like, yeah, no, I didn't hear that. Oh, well, yeah. Like, how would you well, respond? Genuinely, like, how do you really, do, like, in this moment right now, how do you feel like you would respond to that? Because I feel like that conversation would be harder than just the, oh, okay, yep, we're going to fast. I mean, okay. go ahead, Gigi. Like, okay, we can just pray about this more then, because you know that's the only option. <laughs> I guess what I was gonna say, like, we just want to pray together, because I feel like if, if you saying like if I'm being called too fast, if you feel like you're being called too fast, because it's okay to be wrong sometimes. It's all right to be wrong. We can probably take those steps and pray together, but if I don't know, like, if it's an obedience thing, I think. Like, I'll be like, no, like, I really feel like that's what the Lord's pushing me to do now. We can break together. Or... And you feel like that would show just how connected y'all actually are? Because if you hear something, they ain't hearing something. Something missing. Because God is not a God of confusion. So it's not like he going to tell one person something and not tell the other person something that's going to affect them. Hmm. That's just something to think about. Um, because when... Um, Mary got pregnant. God came to Joseph. Yeah, and it was a separate occasion. So, um, the right thing is to pray about it and be like, "Well, babe, let's seek God's face together." Genuinely, if He's a man of God, and see, this is why you got to be equally yoked because a lot of time, as a woman, we are the backbone. It's a lot of things men won't hear and won't see, and um, they call us. Oh my God, I always talk about it, but um, to be a helpmeet, a helpmate, it's not when we say submit, it's not a weak thing. It's a person of uh, Elzar is to go into war so we have your back and you might see something so God might be calling a woman a fast because he know that the man is going to ignore him maybe because you know whatever he got going on but the woman is God is sending her into warfare which would then pull her husband um into battle and know that he needs to be on his guard so I think it's more about a seeking thing and like well babe let God come to you and in your own time you need to be saying God if you're telling me this for my household for me I need you to tell my husband and God won't disappoint if he said it he will deliver it like alright that he not listening to you I'm gonna go to him even when y'all argue you shouldn't go you need to take it to God before you take it to your homegirls before you take it to your homeboys you need to be like God I'm right. going on in this marriage I don't know what he doing he said I I I I I you need can you fix it like you approach the throne and I think that's part of going to the throne of boldly and saying God well my husband don't hear me I need him to hear you and God will I believe that God will show um, show him because you want to know something sometimes one of us might hear something and the other one won't what happened to my husband hear something and I missed it he's there as my covering he covers me so if he if I can trust him to cover me he needs to trust me as his help me to have his back to be like babe you get what I'm saying like it's a trust thing because one is not less than and it'll be hard but I think it, it will 
it will also, and I believe this is what God's working on, even though this is not a marriage episode, but it's working on submission and showing the strength and submission because, you know, we get to neck rolling, eye rolling, I'm going to do it anyway, all this lip, and we forget to honor each other because we both still need to honor mm-hmm. each other. And, and, and that's something that I don't want to do. And that's how I was raised in a toxic home, you know, where strong black woman and you know you can get mixed up but i don't want to get into marriage because we're gonna have a marriage episode right because ain't none of us married right right i just i I don't know i want to like really get into it because my thing is what are some things that um if you think about sex or masturbation form what are some things like that um provokes it because i know stephan you said about um it don't say this uh to fast from social media but sometimes i have to take a, a, a mm-hmm. break from social media because it's so much lust happening um because it says the lust of the eyes right that's where mm-hmm. it starts and so i get um like what it like how does it creep up on you like when are the times that these thoughts come in because for mine it's not as often as like in the beginning but um or sometimes it's not as loud but it's always plaguing like I mm. feel it nearby, ready to, you know. Yeah. What are the times for you that you feel like um, these thoughts come and try to consume you? I feel like, um, cause me, cause like I said earlier, like I made the distinction between attraction and lust, and I feel like that's something God had to tell me because just because you come to Jesus don't make you blind. Yeah. So for me, I'm not gonna lie to nobody. It, it, it's just something that I work through every day because I see somebody that look that look nice. It's like, oh, okay. Like, it's, it's, it's one... Because you always one thought away from lust. You always one thought away from it. And so, for me, of course, it's social media every now and then, but I feel like not so much because one thing I know about social media now and that we all know, social media makes stuff look better than what it is. So mm-hmm. I I feel like, of course, it's always needed to take a break from social media for various reasons. But as far as lust, I feel like, I don't know, social media, not so much. Music, music will have me ready to do it all. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to nobody because I was listening because I took it. I mean, it wasn't like I was on it last night because what's it called? I, um, was listening to Tiana Taylor's last album, the album, because um, that was one of my favorite albums. And so I'm listening to it, and there's some songs on there. If you didn't heard that album, it's some songs on there. And I caught myself like maybe like 30 seconds into the song, I was like, oh, oh, wait, 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 like let me change this song because nope, too much going on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you not own lust, like if you know you deal with lust and you not own it every day, you losing. And it's just that simple. Because what's it called? Will Smith said something in his book. And it's not 100% in every situation, but 99% is the same as 0% in some situations. If you only give it 99% in attacking lust, you get it might as well be zero. Because if you ain't fighting that thing daily, it's pointless. Like, I had a dream recently, and I've, I, I'm not saying this is the interpretation for it, but in the dream, I, some, like, some people was trying to come get me. And I had a knife in my hand and I was trying to like cut at them, like cut their hands off. It was two people and I was trying to cut their hands off and cut at them. And I like stabbed them a couple of times. But the only time they um that they actually died was when I stabbed them both in the heart. Like I stabbed them straight in the middle of their chest. And then afterwards, like when I woke up, I'm like, Jesus, what was that? Like, I'm like that. Like, why I was killing people. But then it was like you had to kill it before it killed you. Mm. And so 
if you not going straight to kill that thing, it's pointless. It's pointless. Because they were still coming after me when I was cutting at their hands, when I was stabbing them in every other place but the place that I needed to stab them at to kill them. And so, this not the interpretation, but give us the exact interpretation. Yes, because even in the dream, like it was like so many cats. I'll tell you about the dream another time, but yeah, like it was, it was a lot, but yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah, that's how I feel about that. Hopefully, that answered the question. Mm -hmm, it did. Yeah. What about you, Gigi? And I ask the question again. Um, what it like when are the times or what causes those thoughts to come like thinking about sex masturbation porn um like when is the time that those thoughts try to creep in and consume you yeah they come in any time like my mind not focused on anything i think i struggle with sex and less so bad like i can literally just be if my mind just not on something specifically it can just slip in so easy. i don't mind is the devil's playground mm -hmm. so yeah, it's the same for me too. Like it's just, it'll just come, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, it'll be that or you know, I like you said when the thing, like the thing you said about music, um, that used to be my whole issue. Like God told me one time when I was, you know, started my seriously walking with Him. I started seriously walking with Him. He was like, "You gotta stop if you want to stop being boy crazy. You gotta stop listening to all this boy crazy music." Mm. And um, my favorite song used to be "Wet" by YFN. Like I ain't never had sex before, but I used to just like this song. And and he was like, "Just fast, just fast on the music and see what happens." I was like, "Okay." So I stopped listening to the music, and then the lust, like all of that, it just went down so much and I didn't even struggle with it as half as much you know after I stopped putting all that stuff in my ears so um I try not to watch I don't really not try not to I don't really watch TV much at all anyway I'll be watching like educational stuff most of the time but TV is definitely something that would trigger it um and I be skipping sex scenes if I do watch a movie or something that got a sex scene in it. But yeah, it usually just be what I watch, what goes in my ears and my eyes. Um, and it'll just be random thoughts too, a lot, because mm -hmm. you know, I don't watch or listen to as many uh, sex-centered things anymore. But yeah, it just, it just come, man. Yeah. yeah, and especially what Auntie Nina said, like, like if something get triggered with an ex, I feel like before I would remember anything else, I would probably remember the sex. Yeah, I, I don't watch a lot. I skip past scenes too. Like, I know my boundaries. I think one thing is God exposed or Holy Spirit exposing you to what you need to stare clear of. Like Stefan said, if you're not fighting it every day and Holy Spirit's going to say, listen, this is every day. If every day we need to get up and repent, every day we're going to experience some type of warfare. Some war some days where the warfare might be stronger than the others, but if you're not experiencing or, or noticing um, what your boundaries are or where your perimeters are, where you need to stay within or, you know, certain environments, what you're listening to, the fact that we become more aware that conviction is happening and it's getting louder than the lust, that means you are hearing Holy Spirit and that's something that I had to understand and, you know, just to sometimes I really am so weak and I pray and I'm like God why is that thought there and and it can come when I'm busy too like you know it's just in the back of my mind like why why did that thought like why is it whispering like some some days it's a small small whisper some days it's a little louder and yeah especially when I'm idle when I, when I'm mm -hmm. not idle when I'm not doing the thing that God told me to do that day anyway mm. 
I, it really comes and it'd be like, see, you get what I'm saying? And it's also, it feeds off of when I'm being greedy in other areas also. If I'm being greedy, uh, glutton and laziness, or I'm just being a glutton with eating, like, you know, too much sweets or whatever, whatever I'm being greedy in, and especially if I'm in like a, a bad mood, or the holiday season come around, you start thinking about people, you start, mm. and you know, certain scenes and sometimes smells start to, mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. and it'll float. And I'll be like, dang, and you know, every day I got to ask God, I need you to take control of my mind and whatever's in my heart. And, you know, and I ask him to just daily, like, you know, purify because it does come because I still do think about it. And he's not trying to kill the desire, like the libido for it, but he's mm-hmm. trying to kill the, uh, what it's attached to in the, the craze for yeah. it. Right, in the perverse way, he's like, I need you to not think about it like that. It's fine that you have it because you're healthy. You should. You're attractive. You should find other people attractive. I hope you have an attractive man. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, I hope my eyes are blessed. Like, I'm going to look at him and be like, babe, <laughs> you know, I just don't want to be like, well, I got to get somebody that's like this. So I don't, no, 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 no. I want to be attracted to my man. Okay? When you broke the fine. Look at my husband. Don't look too hard, but look at my husband. That's what I want to do. <laughs> but like overall, like you know, it it's, it does creep in. And idle times is sometimes, especially when I'm not doing the things or I'm not putting my thoughts on God on the things God want me to do. Especially when I try to go into a funk, then you know the things that used to comfort me when I felt stressed is things I go to, and I use sex as a comforting drug a lot of mm-hmm. times. So. Ooh. Yeah, I got a question. So with that, we know that we turn sometimes to food as a comfort, uh, to or food to comfort us instead of going to God about things. Is why we fast, right? To help break that off as part of the why. But what about with sex? When we get married, are we still going to allow sex to be a comfort for us and now go to God about those things? I want to answer that because sex in a marriage can be a comfort. Mm-hmm. So I feel right. like it's not necessarily as not, not even as it's not sinful as in the way of going to sex when you're not married. Cause we know sex outside of marriage is really the only sin of it when it's outside of marriage. It's not when it's gay. It's not when it's this, when you hang it from ceilings, it's not when it's with multiple people, with people, <laughs> but it's when you're not married, which is also, it make a little bit of sense now that when, um, cause even though Jesus hadn't said it yet, that sex outside of um, marriage was a sin, they was all like, even back in the old Testament of the Bible, they was married to multiple people, but they was married at the end of the day. And so I feel like, it's not, yeah, like, I feel like, of course, you should still go to God if you having, like, some real problems. But, like, you have a stressful day at work, I mean, y- your spouse can take care of you. Do what they got to do. Because even who was that, Auntie Nina? I know you know. They was um, old and about to die, and they had a young virgin come, like, keep him warm, quote, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> like, we know what yeah. that meant. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, it was David. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like... It's not necessarily sinful when, like, you're in a marriage. It's not necessarily a problem to use sex as a comfort from you, as long as you're not using your partner. 
that's what right. that's what I will say. As long as you're not using them only for the comfort, like you're not using them like, okay, we have sex now, I'm ready to go to sleep. Like, no, like you're using them for that real intimacy and comfort for like, okay, we're gonna do this, but we're gonna talk about it afterwards. Like we're gonna talk about my day. We're gonna like, yeah. Like, yeah, that's how I feel about it. That's good. That is good, y'all. I mean, this whole conversation is good. I just want people to know that, you know, we know that those thoughts are still there. There's still God delivering us every day from um, the pervert, the way the enemy perverts thing in us. And God is mm-hmm. trying to restore it to what he originally created it for it to be. I just want, you know, people to understand that. And this is not to be like, oh, we can't. I think we need to even have more healthy sex talks with our children. Mm-hmm. What the women and the guys, um, the young girls and the guys, um, just so we can know where we stand. And, you know, um, there's no shame over here. It's no shame in your thoughts, but you are, you do need to surrender them to Jesus, to God and be like, God, right? Jesus, I need the blood to cover my mind because it's going in a way where it's spinning out of control. Because when we start to go too far down that rabbit hole, we can get lost and we know how it is, especially if you use it for, um, you abuse a thing, you know, God is, is sitting say to abuse it. Like Stefan said, don't get in a marriage and abuse your partner with it. Like, okay, that's just it because it's not just about you. It's a shared experience. And, um, you know, even with masturbation, people are like, well, if you masturbate, how is that wrong? Because you are still, um, like, you know, when I used to masturbate, I can summon somebody and that's crazy. Yeah. That they showed and did it before they would show up and we got to be really careful and that showed you right there how strong your thoughts are your thoughts as you think of how 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 connected it is and that deals with soul ties and now we all wrapped up and we're in depression and you know and people know the people that you summon and they know they know you know i hear it all the time i got exes calling me like yeah so i had a dream so you really acted it, I'll be like, yo, you wild. Like, what we not gonna do is talk. We not gonna talk. I'll be like, yeah. So, you know, you be trying like, cause I, I, as much as, you know, y'all think like, I, I am, I love, I'm, I'm, I strive to be holy, but I really don't Bible thump like how y'all think. Like, I don't be beaten. Like, the people closest to me, like, I gotta be very tender with them, but still, sh- they know where I stand. Like I live it more than I talk it to them because if I just talk it, they won't understand. So I live. Mm. So I be trying to be like, yo, what we not gonna do? Can we not go there? You know, and not in a passive like way. Like I'm scared. It's just like if you want to have a serious conversation, we can. But what we're not gonna do is joke about this. You get what I'm saying? Mm. But see me because it's it's hard. So I want people to know, like you know, yeah, we still I still think about sex. I still think about masturbation, and I, I still ask God to deliver me, and I'm. I've, I've been doing better. I know I'm not too far removed where I pray to God to give me strength every day because you can fall back into something. You can. You can. And um, that's when you need to hold on to the altar the tightest and the strongest because um, the enemy is looking to separate us from God and get us into condemnation. And God said he's not condemning us. He wants to convict us so he can heal us so we can be more vulnerable with him. So, yeah. Um, I got two more things to say. Then we gonna move on um, to something else. Um, so first part, um, because let me see how to put this because this is a very sensitive subject for all involved. I feel like um, so you know all sexual immorality is sin, and I feel like. We as people try to make this hierarchy, and I mean, there, there. I mean, and I can understand because I'm a human. From my human mind, there's some things. It's like, oh wow, like I, I never do that. That's too much for me. 
how do we how how do you feel you would speak to someone who has committed like ch like sexual um immorality with a child mm -hmm. like how do you think you would approach that because it it's it ain't no better than what you used to do in god eyes and so yeah i like i've i just always think about that like how how would y'all approach that? Because I don't know how I would. I feel like, of course, you approach it with grace and stuff. And you, like, it's, I don't know. How, let me, I just want to ask, how would y'all approach to, that? You need to have the grace for that. Because, see, it's yeah. different. Because God said, if you cause even these little ones to stop, mm -hmm. you might as well throw it. See, the way Jesus spoke about it is way worse. It's different when it's two adults who knowingly consent and opposed to you taking the innocence of a child. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Especially, um, I would have to say, I don't know how to fully approach that with I don't have the grace for that because of mm, at least you can say it and where and where I come from because the Bible does says if you did that to a child you are in big trouble you know that and I will still tell you you're gonna need to you need to repent get on your face and only God can have mercy on you and that's why David says do not deliver me into the hand of man I'd rather be delivered into God's hand because his mercy still endure if God is going to be your ultimate judge because if you leave it to me I don't have the grace especially seeing that would it open it up because not only have you took that child innocence but now you're opening them up to a world you got to mm. see what you did it's an ongoing thing so um yes I I will have to say that there is no hierarchy but jesus does speak strongly on that like you know you don't intentionally lead them and people be like oh well you know i didn't you know everybody say it's a sexual preference now well i don't everybody don't say that they say trying to push it it's a sexual preference now and i'm like dog i know the so devil. question do you feel like you have the grace enough to speak to someone who has repented of that and like is is trying to come to christ but know what they did was was a very bad act. I would have to. I can probably hear them from a distance, meaning like, I, I don't know if the conversation will go back and forth. It's just been a lot of, like, when I say a lot of trauma with that as a child, I mean like mm. a lot where it can cause, you You do that to one child, you can make a, from one person, now you cause that child to grow up and they can possibly be the same with what you did to them. Mm. And this is how it goes. And so, um, I can have mercy. I can ask God for mercy on them because I don't have the mercy to give them, but I know that God have it because I don't have that capacity. And that's a hurt place. Um, more so, I would probably, you know, I, the adult is harder to speak to a child that's been through it. Of course, it's easier and as struggling with it. And I would, I can't wait to write this book to tell y'all some stuff, but it's, <laughs> I, I will, I can probably hear the story, but I don't know if I'll be able to, you know, and they repented and, you know, I will have to really seek God. God will probably have to really, oh my gosh, he will probably deal with me on, that would be, that would be something, that would be like groundbreaking. I don't know who, mm. I'd be, a, I, I'll definitely be a saint then because child, I don't know. Because I, I feel like, I, I feel like as a church, we uh, accept a murderer over a Ooh. child predator and it's like, them is at the, like, in our human minds, them is at the same, them seem like it would be at the same level. And it's just like it's like that's just a question for me because yeah, like that's that's just interesting. Y'all chime in on that. How would y'all feel? That's a great question, Stefan. And be be very transparent because right. it's okay to say you haven't grown to that grace. I don't have that grace yet, child, child. I I'm still trying to work on the grace for the murderers. I don't know just talking. <laughs> Paul is literally one of the only murderers I think I accepted. Bye. <laughs> but so no, that's good. Mm-hmm.
a great question. Anybody? Um, else? Oh. I don't know. I mean, I I feel like in that I, I know that as in uh oh Jesus, as an evangelist, that would be well part of my job would be to talk to people who have done a mm-hmm. variety of things. So I mean. I'm honestly not worried about how I will respond in that situation because I know Holy Spirit had carried the conversation for me. Mm. Um, but I just feel like I, I will hit grace, but hit repentance a lot, you know, and talk about how, uh, bring up the scripture about what, you know, discussing that disobedience is the same as witchcraft and, you know, how people try and put sins, um, say certain sins are worse than other ones. God does call some of them in the scripture and abomination and a lot of them he does speak on more than others but they are all sinning that we all you know need grace and we have to repent though in order to receive the grace um in the right way and not use it as like a scapegoat or anything like that but yeah i mean i wouldn't try and conjure up a a certain way to respond to them on my own i would allow holy spirit to carry the conversation because then it'll be effective quick question before we go to nafisa um, because I know it happened to me sometimes. Like you get thrown a curveball from the person, and then it's like Holy Spirit. Like you, you be wanting the Holy Spirit to speak, but then you be you be a little, you know, stuck, and you start talking from yourself because it's like you don't know what to say. Like you start panicking. So do you feel like you still need to work on that maybe a bit to allow Holy Spirit to continue to freely move after hearing? Because, like, say you're just talking to somebody and it's mid-conversation, they bring that up. Nah, so the thing is, I don't know where it came from, but I don't be tripping with stuff like that. Like, somebody will tell me something and I'll just, I can freak out on the inside, but my face will not show it. Like No, but that's I, what I'm saying, yeah, because that's what matter on the inside. <laughs> we don't care what your face looking like. Because if you freak out on the inside, Holy Spirit can't move. I mean, I would say freaking out. That's what you know. said. No, I'm going to leave you Holy alone. Spirit. I'm going to leave you alone. Holy Spirit said, he said, yes, you do be freaking out. When I said that, he said, yes, you do. <laughs> well, um, I don't know. I guess I'll just pray about that. And yeah. Know, Miss Evangelist. Yes. But, um, Nafisa? Oh, how would I talk to? I don't think I... I... Just like I was gonna say, I don't think I got the grace for that. One thing about me, I love kids, and I'm like protective of them. Like I don't even like when they be crying at my job. Everyone is like, "Go talk to their parents." Like, what are you doing? I don't think I would have the grace to talk to. Mm. But it's not like I would be rude. I just, I don't think I just, I think I would just go my own way. I don't think I have the grace for you. I think I still have to work on me with it. Okay. That's honest. And one last question. One last question, y'all. Is it just me? My mind needs some renewing still? Or do homophones, like, where does that sound like other words and innuendos still make your minds go somewhere sometimes? Like, the conversation can be nowhere near that, but, like, certain words pop up and then your mind go go straight there. I haven't heard homophones since the first grade. (laughs) (laughs) But um yeah, yes. Yeah, I I don't think it happens often, but yeah. I don't know. I need an example. Right. Oh, I, I didn't want to give one. one. Oh my goodness. I need an IE. I'm kinda Oh Lord. Let me I'm trying to think of the most um subtle one. Let me see. 
say yeah. say somebody say um something about some keep going in and out oh yeah of course pause what you talking about or like somebody say that's what she says yeah or somebody's like yeah he was hitting it oh i'm finna come (laughs) yeah 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 okay i just need to know was i crazy and i'm just over here you know but yeah but no i have a question homophones yes so homophones is when um like say say come come how it's two two different words but they sound the same that's what that's a homophone i have a question how did masturbation like make y'all feel because for me like even after i did it i felt disgusted condemned mm-hmm. it made me feel condemned like like even before you came to christ Mm. Mm. Home, this one I, I was feeling disgusted and dirty. Like, no, I used to feel good. I'm not gonna lie. Before I came to Jesus, no, I was fine. I used to mind my business, do what I had to do, and then when I'm by my business, I mean, it make you feel. I mean, no, because I like my. I don't know. I'm before <laughs> before I go before I go too far. I like myself. That's all I'm gonna say. That's how I used to be. I was very conceited, very like. It would, yeah, I was that. So no. I didn't care. Like, I'm so, gonna just say it. No, like, I I was always in Christ. So I, um, well, I yeah, I feel like I'm sorry, but me too. Like, I feel like I felt like I always had to hide it. So it was some sense of condemnation always there. But at the same time, it was around the time my heart was hard. So I didn't really care, you know? So yeah. I always, I think I always care. I don't know. Uh, Holy Spirit said no, you didn't. But <laughs> I mean, I just thought that I did, you know. But yeah, like you said, it's always like a sense of condemnation. Yo, yeah, Holy Spirit is really on the roll with you today. It really is. <laughs> I, I, but you know, like I, yeah, I always felt, you know, condemned in some sort of way, and I wasn't conceited, but. You know, I didn't have to be with nobody or watch watch something else all the time or watch anybody else all the time. Um, I did, you know, feel like I want to stop at some point. Um, but yeah, I yeah. Yeah, no, I used to like porn. Like I, I was addicted to it. Like I could watch porn without doing that, but it was just like, why? Like why wouldn't I? So yeah, that's how I felt about it when because. It was just, I don't know. I don't, that's weird. I don't know. I feel like it was a sense of, I feel like all of my sexuality or sexual experiences have stemmed from a genuine love for people and like humans. And the enemy was just like, oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta do something about this. I gotta make you think you like everybody. I gotta make you think something because you can't just be out here freely loving people. What? Freely loving people and you don't want nothing from them? No. No, we gonna, yeah. And so I feel like, yeah, my love for humans and people went into, yeah, just got perversed in a sense. So, yeah. I hated mine. Like, I was addicted so bad. Like, so, so bad. Like, mm-hmm. I could do it, like, more than one. And I'm not hated doing it. That was the whole thing about it. Like, when I actually came to Christ. And mm-hmm. like I didn't do it no more. I was so hyped. Like I was so hyped. 
because I really haven't did it since December. It's been a year, y'all. It's been a freaking year. I'm so hyped. Claps to you. Claps to you. I'm so hyped. Like, oh gosh. No, no. Actually, I think it's going to be a year next year. Sorry, y'all. I'm a next month. I'm sorry. Uh, almost been a year. But that's still the glory of God to keep you in that way because that, you know, these are things that we are bound in. So, yeah, especially when you got to deal with feeling like condemnation and shame and stuff like that. It's hard to get out of that. So that's glory that, and you know, you should, you you know what? Celebrate those victories with mm-hmm. God, though. You get what I'm saying? Start praising and worshiping him because um, when the when uh, Peter and them came back after they'd been sent out and they was telling Jesus how they cast out and, you know, they did all these things and he said, oh, right. don't boast on that, but boast right. on that written in the book of heaven. And that's that's just what it is, that the blood still works and, and that is amazing and that is testimony worthy and you deserve to have praise breaks about these things to know that God, you kept me, look what you did, you know, for me. And, and I think that works on our heart and that works on our grace with people when we hear it because it is a struggle. It is hard. So, yeah, that was good. All right. Y'all, 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 y'all. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for our SOS segment today. We talking about a little lady that be on youtube she has a little podcast i seen her i found her on tiktok um, one day like i'll be seeing her little videos um her name is brianda and she does bible stories and she talks about god and things in the bible and she is a professing christian who um you know is just publicly walking her walk out and so today we like she does a, she's a bit unconventional we'll say that um that think it's in her instagram bio like she calls herself an unconventional christian um and also the way she just speaks mannerisms um the bible stories are a bit yeah like i'm just say unconventional um and so today we're just going to be talking about the concept of people who relay the message of the gospel or relay messages from the bible in their own sense that may not necessarily line up with um, the cookie cutter Christian way of things. So, who want to go first? Is it a stink or swim for Brianda's Bible stories? Um, I think, I think, I think swim, but I think swim, and you gotta walk out what is in the Word of God, or. <clears throat> I'm going to let you sing. I just, I don't know. Like, I just feel like, I I think it's good to be different and to be able to reach a different audience. And I do believe that, you know, um, based off of what we read in the Seven Mountain Prophecy, when we were talking about how people will be at different places on the mountain, um, but, you know, like, people will, will have an influence over sometimes a smaller amount of people, sometimes a bigger amount of people, and they'll have um, influence in a different way. Some people are called to be more sanctified than others because they have another calling um, than other people. So I believe that she can reach a demographic of people, but I feel like there's still a standard of righteousness that needs to be held as a confessing Christian. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but she walk out, walk out. 
like you said, she's publicly doing it, and you know, which means she, I guess, going somewhere with this. So yeah. Okay. Antonina, Navisa. Antonina, you go first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I give it to okay. First, unconventional means not based on or conforming to what is generally done or believed. It means uncommon, unfamiliar distinctive singular different new fresh novel uh innovative free spirited unprecedented strange curious abnormal um non-conformance um hippie rum kooky wacko off the wall i love her concept i have to look at this from a bigger picture um i love her concept it's pointed out she is walking out her walk publicly um but um like orbit she needs to clean it up her meaning her mouth um there's just some things something sorry i always i, I gotta get out of that I, it's I, always something very much <laughs> something <laughs> um, i knew exactly what you, was you know it's just um I, her heart is in a good place i do believe like and i love that gg brought it up because i was gonna say it too the seven mountain prophecy we all on different places of the mountain and um i look at everything from you know because of what we are as a community so i'm looking at her graphics i'm looking at how she's producing everything is well thought out and put together so this is no mistake and um just based off of one episode that a a distinctive episode the mouth the wording is like you can't james tell us we can't speak blessings and curses out the same mouth you can't you you should not do that it's an it's biblical and it is a biblical standard don't meet the standard of people meet the standard of what the word of god says especially since you're doing bible studies and you kind of do like a a bible uh you're doing bible stories and you do a a bible study and i looked at a bunch of her other content and um i think i think it's really good but you know you want to be careful because when new believers come in just like we talked about a couple weeks ago about when we see believers and they do new age practice in this we think it's okay we think that's the standard we think oh we can do that you want to be careful but um i would say right i have a swim with contingents because at the end of the day i know better you get what i'm saying like that's not right like i'm not gonna be out here you know x y and z y'all got on me one time when y'all said i couldn't call oh girl you know whatever um uh <laughs> i don't want to say it again because I say it because i want to remember <laughs> no on bible study when y'all said um i don't think y'all you should be saying that and i was like is that a bad word and y'all like kind of so did you say helper? no no <laughs> S word out. She was being S word out. Or oh, yes. Yeah, no. We can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> so my thing is, even in some of her other contests, she was dropping the whole word, the whole word, all this stuff. When Jesus saved Mary, when she gave his life, he wasn't allowed the disciples to call her that. When Rahab came over, they wasn't coming. So it's like, you know, I would say clean it up. But the message is being served. But how it's being served, I wouldn't personally eat at that restaurant. You get what I'm saying? All restaurants have it. It's like, okay, but I'm not going to come here continuously because if we still protecting our ear and eye gates, it's it's a standard because we're the representation of Christ. And Stephen, you always say it. We might be the only representation of Jesus people might see. So this is it. And then it's like, well, I was following such and such. And this still, and this is why you must read your Bible yourself and why you must build your own relationship with Christ because she's doing the work of the Lord, but I still feel God is working on her. I, I still feel like he is just really working on her because not everybody she's surrounded with, because she's not working by herself. She's the main 
but she's working with other people and i just even yeah because i know the girl that produces her thing like i know her podcast and her podcast it's wow you get what i'm saying you you know who i'm talking about the one that produces it yeah yeah i was like oh that she produced it hmm yeah you get what i'm saying yeah it kind of you intermingle so she's on a place in a mountain i will i will swim swim to save her oh you swimming me? I'm surprised a little bit. Yeah, Why? because I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Unconventional. I li- I like where it's going, but I, but again, I stood back. I looked through a lot of her stuff, and then I looked at the people she was surrounded, and I can see mm-hmm. where it's infiltrating. And mm-hmm. God's still working with her, so I will swim with contingents. Like you gotta clean it up, baby girl. With orbit, come on. Mm-hmm. Like because you're doing a great right. Have a little talk on the boat. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because the way you're doing it is something that's like you know we're into media and stuff now, and I'm amazed. I was like, this is actually amazing but if you get the right kind of people in like you know and this is why you got to be careful when god said he's rising up raising us up to go onto platforms and certain kinds of things but he's tearing other people down he's going to connect us to people that's going to get us some places but then we're going to take over because even in one of her episodes she was saying oh such and such and um they have a big platform and she had to correct it at the end but god see i was waiting for that but god is yeah forget those people platform i don't care who it is if god tell you to step down would you step down because we don't never want to get hyped off our own and become prideful but she mm-hmm. said it and that's why i said i could swim because i listened intently like to see where certain things was going and then i see yeah. who that was around and i was like oh i can see where it's at and why okay you get so yeah she's a swimming i, I will swim with contingents we definitely gonna have a power out of the boat though swim swim nafisa you ready um yeah, I, I like the Bible story. Now, I feel like everything she say is facts and maybe how she say it, the way she worded it. I think I would swim for I think she just, but I think I agree with Auntie Nina. Because what I am learning, especially with the steps that we are taking into it, mentoring and stuff that we do, it is the com- company that's around us that corrupt good character and stuff or hindrance our growth. But, yeah. So, I'm not going to say I agree with the Christian stuff, but I do like her stories. I think that she speaks facts. And I believe she loved the Lord. So, that's what I'm going to say on her. Yeah, I think I'm swimming. I'm swimming. Because I'm swimming because, um, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, like, like I said, it's unconventional. And then, like I said, when I was introducing her, like, she's like you can tell she's she reads her word but she's fairly new and like she's still a new believer and so just how even on my podcast i might seem a little there some days might seem a little off some days because we people walking this thing out publicly it's not like um you know my mom was talking the other day about how um certain pastors like they have their scandals and stuff but if there was a regular person would you really care Mm-mm. And so I feel like, yeah, like she's just somebody walking her walk out publicly and doing what the Lord has called her to do. Because how many of us, me included, then ran from our calling when God called us because we felt like we was too sinful because we was too dirty. But God was like, I, I just said, come do what I'm doing and come to me. And also, I feel like, yes, it's on people who do lead to lead a certain type of life and lead in a certain type of way. But at the same time. It's also people who are following to follow diligently. Mm-hmm. Read your word. Mm-hmm. Read your word for yourself because she could be up there saying anything. Mm-hmm. And I love that she does include Bible verses because there's a lot of people out there that just be like, 
oh, this say this, this about this and this and that. But like she actually teaches it and I like that. And so um, because one thing that like we know God separates the goats from the sheep. When you study goats and sheep, goats will follow anybody. Mm. Goats follow any voice. They they'll do whatever. Sheep know they shepherd voice. Sheep gonna follow only the shepherd. And so when somebody is a little off in what they're saying, a sheep gonna know. Sheep gonna be like, hold on now. I don't know about that. I, let, let me go this way. Let me go find my shepherd because I don't think it's you. And so, yeah, I just like, yeah, I'm, I'm swimming out. We're going to have a little talk about some things, see see where her mind at, what's going on. Because, yeah, like I said, she is surrounded by some people that, and not even necessarily her personally, I don't know her personal life with them, but the fact of her production being surrounded by those people is what it is. And so, and because even one thing I liked about the episode that I watched, um, her, um, I guess, production person, the one that she talks to on the episodes, like, she isn't fully necessarily a Christian, but she still gives her that grace and understanding mm. when she does say or not believe certain things. So I like that as well, because she does, like, you can tell she loves God. She's showing the love of Christ and things like that. She just a little refined and little, little um, polishing up. So, yeah. <laughs> put years of work in as God develop her platform sometimes God will put you in a place that still has to develop you there and um because even when uh the producer would say something she'd be like hey like you give up like, yeah her a little bit <laughs> and um the fact that I seen the production is the value and see that was a connection and oh man I can just see that God is going to work through that situation mm-hmm. I was like wow this production is like really amazing like you I was like mm-hmm. I everything okay listen to everything and really took my time with it because um it reminded me when Gigi presented it to us of the 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 the, the comic book bible that i give my niece so i understand mm. how she's gonna do it it will capture my niece but it's just like oh i can't let my niece have this with all this boop, boop, boop. yeah know. like it's really like a new believer platform right she'll ask me auntie nina is this and i have then you know this is when you need other people around but if she clean it up i think this thing will go far and it'll be amazing it's already amazing it could be way better it can be blessed way better but god's gonna do it so that's why i was saying yeah so right because i love that like God plans is far from what we think mm. because he always get the glory out of things like just everything. Like it'd look so crazy to us. And we'd be like, but that ain't supposed to be like that. And why that's like that? And he'd be like, just hold on. Like I'm working. It's my plan. Mind your business. <laughs> and I'd be like, all right. All right. I'll just mind my business. Yeah, y'all. That's, that's our episode. That's our sink or swim. I hope y'all enjoyed it. And we will see y'all in two weeks. Bye, y'all. Just chill and be patient. Keep working on you and you'll see that thing coming in. Quick. But most of them quit. Before they see fruits of the labor, not me because I put too much work in the switch.